no quote this week. The Silver Linings Playcast crew. He's kind of crazy. She's a little insane. Keeping energy really messes with his brain. One is the forest. The other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Silver Linings Playcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. I don't know if this is working, but we'll... We'll see. This is an experiment. Uh, we had to do this because, let's see, um, I don't know if I am live, but here I am. I'm recording an episode of my podcast, the Silver Linings Playcast. It is a very special episode of the Playcast. It is a very special episode because it is the two-year anniversary of the playcast it is um and so i thought what could i do to uh have the most special episode of the playcast ever that is i am going to go live something i haven't really done before as you can see it's the Silver Linings Playcast, my podcast solely devoted to talking about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. We definitely um, have different ways. I'm going to start all over. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. I'm your host, Jamie Ward, and as far as I know, this is the only podcast solely devoted to talking about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. I don't know if I have gone live correctly. I don't know. Oh, default input. We are going to... So now I should be able to actually hear myself. Yes. Complete in all the live glory with audio clipping. I'm trying to say audio clipping like I know anything about audio uh that is one of the vocabulary words i've picked up over two years of doing this podcast way too long uh and i think it's really interesting there is several ways that people commemorate milestones in podcasting yearly episodely like 100th episode that seems like an amazing thing right yes and this is a very special 100th episode this is a 100 parter and this is part four of a hundred parts of our very special 100 episode, but I had to go live because it's a super special episode because it's also the two year anniversary of the podcast. That's right. For two years, I have been podcasting once a week, every week about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. 20 minute timer has just been canceled. Yes, there is going to be other things going on in the background. That is why we're live. You know, if some big tragedy happened in the world, if the world collapses Armageddon anyway, we're just going to Excelsior right on through it. So it's weird. I think we're actually going to have special anniversary parts to the 100 parter for the next several weeks because this is episode 104, which means if I've been doing one episode a week for 104 weeks, 52 weeks in a year times two 
that's two two years. I was also looking at the date. The first episode that I ever broadcast was on July 1st. That was the first Silver Linings Playcast ever. If you're interested in the podcast, go back and listen to the, the first episode. Listen to episodes two and three. And then I would skip to like 70 because there was a lot of growing pains while I was figuring out what the podcast was going to be. I would also then stop listening again around episode 89. I would pick it up episodes 90 through 103, and I would not listen to episode 104, that being this one right now, partially because it's not available online yet. I host it on Podbean but also because it's not going to be very good, right? If you look at how the podcast developed over the last two years, I think it really sort of came to find its own voice about a year and a half in when we started doing Silver Linings Playbook fan fiction. But I've never gone live like this before. I, the only time I've gone live on social media was in West Virginia, when McDonald's was holding a Rick and Morty promotion and they brought back Szechuan sauce for like a, uh, as well, they thought the time frame wasn't really important because that's the kind of thing where they sell out immediately. But anyway, we're here doing the special, this is part four of a hundred parts of our hundred parter special episode of the hundredth anniversary, not the hundredth anniversary, the hundred episode anniversary slash two year anniversary of the Silver Linings Playcast. And I have said Silver Linings Playcast more over the course of two years than there is actually episodes because I usually end up saying it several times an episode, which I probably don't need to say it any times per episode because the amount of people that listen to the episodes, if, if they've listened past episode one, which nobody should have done because it's terrible, right? So they should probably know what they're listening to. Nobody's going to listen 35 minutes into a podcast all about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book, and be like, what is this podcast about? Do I want to keep listening or not? They're not going to care. Um, they're probably either in it for the long haul and listen to every episode. I, there's like three people who have listened to, and when I say every episode, several of the episodes but we're going to call that all the episodes because nobody has listened to every single one of the episodes. I don't believe if anybody listens to every single one of the episode, uh, reach out to us at silverliningsplaycast at gmail.com. And I have not listened to every, I have listened to less episodes than some of my listeners have listened to. Nick has listened to more episodes than I have. I have been present for all the episodes, but as far as listening to myself, podcast can't do it's a terrible podcast i know it's terrible listen i am and i'm listening to my heart and i'm listening to my part of the podcast which is most of it i wanted to recap some of the amazing moments that we've had in the in the two years of doing the silver linings podcast oh but i wanted to talk about different anniversary milestones first so this is the two-year anniversary of the silver linings playcast as far as episode amount right going 52 weeks did i did we start on a leap year what was the last leap year maybe maybe that's why my math is off because if we had 53 episodes in one year that would put me one week short of being the 
two-year anniversary of the podcast, which I am now thinking back. What is it? Twenty twenty was twenty twenty a leap year? I think twenty twenty was a leap year. Oh my goodness, we are one week premature with our two-year. And oh no, I'm realizing too. We're I have made a terrible mistake two times over now because there was one week early on in podcasting where I recorded two episodes within one calendar week, which would have put us one week short of this being the two year mark of podcasting. And then additionally, if 2020 was a leap year, that means there would have been 53 episodes in that one year, even though on January, how are playing that? Which means I'm two weeks off from the two year end of. Well, we just went live for nothing special at all. But that's okay because Excelsior, we are just going to go on through this because I've already committed. The fact that we are nine minutes into a live stream podcast about. Silver Linings Playbook uh, is actually probably more relevant and commitment. Here's the thing. This is the weird sense of lazy I am, right? I am nine minutes into podcasting this way. And instead of spending an additional nine minutes to start all over and record this podcast the regular way, I'd rather spend 51 minutes just finishing this out and the additional nine figuring out how to upload this to Podbean, all right? I am not doing this through Facebook either. I'm actually, I'm doing this through Restream, uh, Restream IO. So I do not know if anybody can interact with me. I mean, you can, I can show up. I'm, it's more like, I don't know if anybody would slash want to. I don't have any real listeners to the podcast. So I'm not sure why anybody would wanna just jump in at episode 200. But if you do, uh, leave me a comment in the comment section. I've watched, I have watched live streams. So I'm familiar with all the things like if somebody subscribes because there's no actual subscription, because this is not a regular streaming show. This is a podcast that is available on Podbean mostly and through all your normal pod thing things. So if you type subscribe, I'll do a little heart with my hand and be like, thank you for subscribing. Uh, because I know that's what streamers do. Um, if you'd like to send me money, you can do that, but I don't even really want it. I don't want this to be a business venture. This, yeah, no, like, please, please. If you send me money, we're both going to have the expense of me sending it back because this is a, this is a passion project. This is about love. Don't make the playcast dirty with money. Unless you are Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Tucker, Robert De Niro, um, Shea Wiggum, Julia Stiles, the guy who plays Ronnie, uh, Officer Keo. That's the character's name, not the actor's name. So, uh, I don't, I don't know all the actors' names by heart. All right, and I think that actually makes me the biggest fan because I'm not, I'm not a Silver Linings Playbook trivia aficionado. I'm a fan. I like the story. I like 
I like the spirit of the movie. I don't like to get caught up in the minutia of who played this, who played that. They're real to me. They're re Pat Peoples uh, is real in the book. Pat Solitano is real in the movie. Tiffany Maxwell, his brother, Jake Peoples, his dad, Patrizia. Like, these are the people. I know they are played by other people. But also, don't, don't we learn in life, we're all playing people, characters of ourselves, right? Am I Jamie Ward? Is this the Silver Linings Playcast? Yes. Is it the guise of having a podcast to waste time and make myself feel productive by doing something regular every week, even though it doesn't actually serve any business purpose, but it fulfills a little bit of the need in my heart to create stuff in my sort of narcissistic belief that I am important in an existential level? Yes, that's, that's what it does. But is it also a podcast? Technically, yes, because I upload it to the internet and you can listen to it. I'm actually very curious about where the term podcast came from. So if you know how podcasting became uh, being called podcasting, hit us up at silverliningsplaycast at gmail.com. I, I always forget because we get so little listener email. I always forget whether it's the Silver Linings Playcast or Silver Linings Playcast at gmail.com. So if you wouldn't mind, if you if you are curious and you want to reach out, if you would just CC it to both of those emails. I know that's unprofessional, but also uh, how many podcasts are more professional than this one and yet haven't lasted as long? Right. Let's let's take a stroll down memory lane to the beginning of 2020, not quite the beginning. And then let's fast forward from the beginning three and a half months to when the national lockdown started and and everybody starts buying up blue yetis and they start um, they start starting their own podcast. How many comedians have thought, oh, I'm going to start a podcast with me talking to other comedians and it's going to be funny. And, you know, it's just going to be like this thing. And then it, it ends up not really being anything. Also, we're looking to have guests on the podcast anytime. So if anybody's interested, if, if you have seen the movie Silver Linings Playbook recently, or if especially if you have read the book, The Silver Linings Playbook. And if you're looking for it, just know it'll probably show up in searches if you type Silver Linings Playbook because that, that combination of words is pretty specific. But you should know, too, that the book is technically called The Silver Linings Playbook. It came out in 2008, and the movie was a 2011 movie so there was a several year difference in that right i do want to briefly talk about the background we got this beautiful background this is a this is the diner that was featured in the movie silver linings playbook fun fact actually this is not a fun fact we always say fun fact some facts are not fun this diner actually burned down and the diner does not exist anymore so so this booth over here where where bradley cooper and uh jennifer lawrence sat and they had that famous scene where you know i ordered raisin brand so there would be no mistaking that this is not a date and then jennifer lawrence says what she's like oh you're right and then she gets up and leaves and the credits roll i'm just kidding 
if you believe that, then you probably haven't seen Silver Linings Playbook. So uh, I'm realizing this is very strange because I don't technically have a green screen behind me. What I was going to do, well, let's catch up from what we were doing last week here on the Silver Linings Playcast. We were watching the Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, while we were also watching Uncut Gems because Uncut Gems was on Screen Rant's list of 10 movies that people who like Silver Linings Playbook would also like. And I'll be honest, at first I thought, there is no way, I don't see how those movies are related. And I started playing them and I am a little surprised. They were a lot, a lot better connected than I thought. So let's see if we can't actually just pick up exactly where we were from last week. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not really able, allowed to, uh, you know, stream live videos and stuff. Uh, uncut gems. I'm not allowed to stream, uh, you know, like, what's it called? Copyrighted content on Facebook one of the only times that I have ever, now I don't wade into political controversy that often. I'm not a political guy. Uh, I'm just a dude that has some opinions like in and out is better than what well, oh, we got a cat visiting the podcast podcast for the podcast. All right. So here we are at the silver linings Playcast, doing our very, I don't, I don't know. Is it clear to everybody too? this concept of we're doing a very special 100 parter episode. I don't know why it sounds so weird to me that people are, people are always like, Oh, this is a special two parter to celebrate our hundredth episode. I'm doing a hundred parter. It's just 98 more parts than most two parters. It's a cliffhanger, right? But is it really a cliffhanger? No. Cause we're going to have a strong resolution at the end of every episode. But that's, yeah, so we're here talking about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and this Silver Linings Playbook, the book. I even got it playing in the background. See? Can you see it? Probably can't even play that. I might get banned. Facebook will ban you for absolutely anything. So I can't have, um, I can't have copyrighted material. Uh, but it's funny. So, so last week, I was watching Uncut Gems and Silver Linings Playbook at the same time. I started them at the same moment. And we made it 40 minutes into the podcast. And that is when uh, the hour was up because we had 20 minutes about talking about some of the stuff that was going on live. And so I picked it up this week. Guess what scene is 40 minutes into Silver Linings Playbook? The diner scene, the exact diner scene that takes place in this beautiful diner that this background is like it looks kind of like a huddle house it looks kind of like a waffle house and a shoney's too i'm not sure why i lumped shoney's in there anyway if if you have ever seen the movie silver linings playbook we'd love to have you on the podcast still still after two years i'm referring to myself in the plural we i don't know i just feel like that's a very podcasty thing to do we here at the podcast i don't have a producer but you you probably already know that you could probably tell if you can't tell. I got I got wonderful assistants, guests, and so it's we. It's it is no. we. It is we. The royal we. The royal we. W e or w i. 
Oui. Um, also, we like the ride. Like, oh man, what a ride this last two years has been. Also, I'm realizing that this green screen, when I hold my arms up wearing this, this uh, tank top, really unflattering and the green screen does not help it be any more uh, regular. So what we'd also, this is a weird thing, how like in the background of the back, I, I have not really gone live. Wait, I was telling the story of the first time I went live on Facebook. So now I'm just on Facebook for the second time live talking about the first time I ever went live on Facebook. What a stupid thing to do, right? So I first went live I don't remember what year it was. It was probably like 2016, 17. McDonald's was having a promotion. It was sort of a Rick and Morty-esque promotion because the season three premiere of Rick and Morty had the character Rick Sanchez uh, mention Szechuan sauce. And so McDonald's was like, let's hop on this promotion and we will bring back Szechuan sauce for a limited time. And they were going to have some posters that they were giving out to commemorate it. And it was one of those limited supply, first come, first serve things. I was very lucky I was in West Virginia. I was in Morgantown, West Virginia, I believe. And so I called up all the McDonald's to see which one was uh, going to have the promotional items there. And I got up really early, early for a comedian. So I got up at like 10 o'clock so I could get over there by noon. And I was waiting in line. I assumed there was going to be a big line. That's the great thing about going to a relatively small area, as opposed to if I had tried to do it in Atlanta or Boston or New Orleans, where there's a lot more people. But just trying to get the promotional item from the McDonald's at the uh, at the, the Morgantown location. Now that is a college town too. So they're definitely, I wasn't the only person, but I only showed up like 20 minutes before the promotional item drop. Right. And the next set of people didn't even start coming in till like 15 minutes later. So it was pretty, pretty easy thing for me to be first in line and just not have to or anything and wait there for 20 minutes because they weren't going to give this stuff out early and I got there and we're all waiting everybody's sort of nervous because they're all like oh they really wanted to get there early everybody wants decisions and post your stuff the time comes around I guess it's noon or 12 whatever it was whenever they decided to release the items and the manager told us all to line up in line and they gave us each two packets of Szechuan sauce and they had a packet of posters. They were like four times bigger than a sheet of paper. I don't know what the measurement of something four times bigger than a sheet of paper would be, right? Each one of them having artwork that was sort of inspired by Rick and Morty, but it wasn't fully licensed promotional material. I've been using air quotes an awful lot on this. I, I'm not used to live streaming with video. Normally, this is an audio podcast only. And I'm not sure what the difference is or whether it's better or worse. I just know it is different. So anyway, I was at the McDonald's. The manager comes out and they only have like one of each poster poster for each of the sauce flavors. You know, they have a Szechuan sauce 
hot honey mustard ranch. I was there and he asked me which one I wanted. Spoiler alert, I took the Szechuan sauce one. I did. That was what the promotion was for. That was the one I wanted. That was the one I knew was valuable. I want you to know, though, I really, I think about that moment a lot. And sometimes the fact that I wanted the sweet and sour one. I wanted the sweet and sour poster. So anyway, hey, welcome. Welcome to those that are just joining us. This is the 100th episode of the Silver Linings Playcast. This is actually the fourth the fourth part of a special 100-parter episode of the Silver Linings Playcast. It is also the two-year anniversary if we just skip over the fact that I miscalculated there might have been a leap year in there. I was just going off the fact that it is the 104th episode of the Silver Linings Playcast. 52 times two, I was like, oh, this is the 104th episode, 104th week. So that's been two years, but apparently it's not. And then I also forgot to calculate that one week I did two episodes. So I missed the mark doubly, twice, two times. So now it's not even that special of an episode. I don't know why I messed up the episode count that much. It's probably why we haven't picked up any listeners over the years. It's probably why I've been podcasting for two years and I still have the exact same amount of listeners that I do at the beginning, which is not actually true. The first episode had a lot of, I think people will like stick around and they will give your podcast the shot. Uh, if, if, you know, when it first comes out, everybody, everybody, like I was saying, jumping back to 2020, the beginning of 2020, everybody comes out with a podcast, right? And we were also all inside and bored. And so we all gave each other's podcast a shot. We listened to all our friends that started a podcast. We listened to the first episode. And then one, we stopped listening to each other's podcasts and we all gave up on podcasting, except I didn't give up on podcasting. I'm still here. And the quality hasn't had to improve. Why? Because I can't have fewer listeners than none so oh this is so good uh my girlfriend just started playing a podcast in the background on bluetooth to a better a very listened to podcast mysterious universe is playing in the background so well it's not anymore but it was and yeah, i was, was like there's the was that yes. wait that was me playing in the yeah, back because i accidentally tested it on the phone <laughs> oh so that's amazing <laughs> so it is a very popular. It's a well. I'm gonna say the podcast sounds a lot better than I thought it did because I thought that the Bluetooth was my favorite podcast, and it was actually just me playing a few seconds af after we were recording. It was like podcast inception. It's a podcast within a podcast. Okay. I I need to deconstruct that. There, okay, did we ever talk? We never really talked about the theory that nothing happens in Silver Linings Playbook that is real, right? It might just all be in Pat's head. He might still be in the He might, he both might have still be in, in uh, the uh, institution. And also, what if like, so did we ever talk about the theory? I'm asking, 
I'm asking the rhetorical y'all like there's anybody there, and the only person I'm seeing is myself in the reflection. But did, did, but did you all? Yes, we. But but you're the one that would have inspired this next question, so I can't ask you because I'm like, did we ever talk about the theory that Pat was actually a child, um, which is which is the theory that you presented? So it would be weird to ask you if if we had ever talked about it because you're most in the most literal sense the person that had came up with that theory so anyway we let's see we are um almost one hour into the movie now we've been it's been playing for 18 minutes in the background and we're right at the part where uh pat is talking to i mean that's the whole movie pat talking to tiffany he's been running she comes up in my favorite jacket of the movie where he wants to give give Tiffany, the letter to give to his ex-wife, Nikki. And she's like, what am I getting out of this deal? You have to do a dance competition with me. And he says, I'm not alone. Oh, my goodness. I have you. Jesse, what is up, brother? How are you? Dude, long time, long time no see. Hope you're well. Hope, hope the family is well. Hope, uh, hope you're able to afford gas these days. <laughs> right? Isn't that sad? I made a terrible joke. I went to go uh, get, get gas today. And I was like, I hope, I hope uh, that, that we can drive Russia out of Ukraine um so that we can invade it to get the gas price i don't know I, like that was a terrible thing like i said i'm not a super political person all i know is that i'm gonna be a super poor person if i can't even for, like it's this is the crazy thing i i don't think any of us have a problem with slowly rising gas prices everything like rises generally over time i'm not talking about like i'm talking about like inflation in the sense of like everything gets a little more expensive over time Right. The problem is they mess with us. They they make it go up and then they make it go down. And we're like, oh, my goodness, thank you so much. At least it's not what it was again. And then they jack it back up. And I'm like, come on, like, just. Here's the thing. Right. I'm got. I, I know I probably got to watch my language very carefully. I don't know. I don't know the rules of streaming. But let's say let's say, you know, sometimes as people do. Uh, certain objects in the world are inserted into other objects in the world that are very sensitive places for objects. I'm not saying it's necessarily on a person, animal, or living thing. I'm just saying some places are more sensitive in the world than others, right? Uh, what is the best way to get that object fully into whatever place thing is being inserted into? Slowly, gradually, and consistently. And before you know it, those objects, one is inside the other one. That's a lesson that could apply to anything. This could be a totally kid-friendly example if you're talking about carrots and a bunny rabbit's mouth, right? Um, how do you get a, a baby rabbit to eat a carrot that it doesn't want to eat? Very slowly, gradually, and consistently. Don't pull it out. Just like keep, keep and that's what I'm saying about gas prices. I'm saying just, just raise them slowly. If you raise it a penny a week, you've raised it 52 cents over the year, but also compounded each week 51 cents, 52 cents, 53 cents, like you're also making more money and we would be less sticker shocked at the end of the year. 
just you know december I'm, i am i'm trying i'm going straight to to mark zuckerberg right now come on mark are you gonna let so so bo burnham made a song where he, he mentions you mark like but you're a like one-line reference with jeff bezos being the real like you know headline of the song the title and the main thing so so come on i'm saying this is the thing like with yeah. the, the powers that be you're you're just trying to we're, we're all getting screwed over by all of them i say that to also using this platform myself podcasting on facebook live so also thank you mark uh if you would like to have a tv channel i've got a pilot idea that would be great to be your first scripted comedy programming for facebook tv if you want to do original content uh hashtag stuff that will go straight to mark zuckerberg anyway we're getting so off topic this is supposed to be a special hundred parter episode for the hundredth episode and the two-year anniversary of the silver linings playcast and you guys got me all talking political this is why i'd be a terrible radio host because i literally have one task talk about silver linings playbook the movie talk about silver linings playbook the book okay one two-part task and one person says hi and then i start railing about gas prices okay they didn't even so nobody bring up the second amendment i'm just kidding um there's no guns in silver linings playbook the movie that's actually actually kind of crazy. i mean like the officer has one on the side but it is a movie where all let's see all the violent moments are hand violence i think there's a book thrown and tiffany also when she's in the diner the diner that i am sitting in right now not really it's special effects if you didn't know this is this is special effects i'm not actually recording how amazing would it be not just because i would be sitting in the middle of the diner this would be a very inappropriate seat to have for the diner but also this diner does not exist did it ever exist no it's okay baby just like keep keep cooking all the like oh yes it's live it's not here's the thing that's the beauty of podcasting live streaming live live life happens if it's raining if it's sunny that's when we're doing this right look at the picture of my background this is a pre-done background it's a photograph that somebody took of the diner and the back is totally washed out by the light from the sun it's not a very good picture perspective wise it's taken from a pretty good angle that gives you a good good display makes it a fun background but it's not a very good quality picture the composition of the photo uh the saturation is way too high the color is off there's too much red in everything the lighting is really terrible the only thing i'll say is the contrast is decent but given all the other mistakes of the picture like is it even worth it anymore contrast alone does not a picture make and also a picture the world is not like it's shades of gray i've heard there's 50 of them uh which reminds me my my second book 50 shades of play is coming out very soon on amazon on on kindle kdp uh don't buy it 
I would recommend not buying it. I might just even put the purchase price at free because I don't want anybody to spend money on it. Again, labor of love, not not something I'm doing to make money, something I'm doing because I love Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. Um, let's let's get to, uh, let's see. You didn't know it was a fake. Oh, no, the background's real. My arms are fake. That's, oh, but, ooh, that's, that's gross. I shouldn't, I'm not going to raise my arms again. I don't, this shirt, not flattering. It makes me look sort of like a college uh, swimmer. Why? It is a size small. Is it a women's small or is it a, it's, no, it's a, it's a men's small. And I, I think you can probably tell I don't wear smalls. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm wearing a small, but it's not my, I just got a mozzarella cheese ball stuck in my mouth, and that is, happy, that is a happy surprise right there. Um, also, in this household, when you're told to open your mouth, um, who knows what's coming? I mean, that is a preposition, too. No, or a verb. Wait, no, wait, what? Never mind. I'm not a, I'm not a grammar English major, so that's not... How did I get off track talking about Silver Linings? That's why this pod, here's the thing. It's not, yay, this podcast has lasted two years. It's, oh my goodness, this podcast has taken two years. Two-year detour, talking about everything except what this podcast was supposed to be about. Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. And we it finally took our special 100-parter 100th episode, two-year episode. Oh, yeah, so I, I get back to my original plan, too, where I'm saying that I think we're going to have a special episode next week. I mean, we're still part of our special 100th episode special, but next week will be the actual numerical two-year anniversary if we, in fact, did record during a leap year in 2022. Does anybody know if it was a leap year in 2022? Yes. It was. It was confirmed. Oh my goodness. Okay. Also, I am just learning that there are some comments and they go black if I don't touch my phone. So I had when I when I touch that, it's like, oh my goodness, I was just being neglecting of everything else uh too. Okay. I'm learning. I'm learning. Hopefully. The next time we go live for a special podcast episode will we'll be a little bit technically better and more prepared. Why? Because we have 104 more episodes. No, actually, we only have 100 more episodes until the next, the 200th episode. We might do a special one on the 150th episode. I don't know why quantities of 50 seem special. There's nothing really special about 50 right but things are celebrating their 50th anniversaries all the time um like star wars probably had its 50th anniversary it, wait no it's coming years right? 1977 to 2027 so it's the 45 year anniversary wow that's old if star wars had joined the army it could have retired seven years ago. It, Star Wars could have had a pension, and uh, it could 
if Star Wars had joined the military, but it had been a reservist or National Guardsman as opposed to going active duty, it could have retired, but then it would start drawing benefits um, uh, in what's seven plus, no, another 20, 65. Why am I doing this weird math about the retirement age of a movie? That's That doesn't even make sense. Anyway, wait, let's see. How old? Silver Linings Playbook came out in 2011. Which, so Silver Linings Playbook came out in 2011. It's 2022. That would make Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, 11. Which means next year, it would be in in different religions and cultures entering adulthood in certain ways. Not legally, not technically. Don't be weird about, I'm just talking about like in, in culture, which with like a, a bar mitzvah or a, wait, no, am I wrong? Is Quinceanera 16? So maybe Silver Linings Playbook has five more years until it becomes an adult. Also, I think it's a very gender neutral movie. I, don't, I think, I think in five years from now, we should have, no, no, because let's not let's not go with this precedent that a 16-year-old movie is an ad- 18. This has taken a very strange turn that I'm not comfortable with. And it's my fault because nobody else was making these types of... Okay, so anyway, The Silver Linings Playbook is a movie that uh, came out in 2011. It came out the same year that... Well, it was in the same Academy Awards year as Beasts of the Southern Wild. I believe it was the same category year as Inglorious Bastards, um, because I talk often about how Christoph Waltz won uh, Best Supporting Actor for that, and I didn't. I had actually not seen Inglorious Bastards until long after I had seen Silver Linings Playbook. I watched it during the pandemic. Let's uh, let's go to the audience for some questions. Uh, what what is some of your favorite movies to watch during the pandemic? I'm also just going to have to make up some responses. Um, if uh, I don't know if everybody else can see how how no many of people are watching, but there's sort of a weird philosophy question there. If nobody's watching the stream, and I'd, okay, I do want to say I do see y'all that are watching. I do. I have the numbers. I'm talking in a sort of metaphorical sense of like me compared to the biggest streamers in the world that have uh, tens of thousands of people watching their streams, right? Statistically, I'm not even a full percentage of their viewership, right? If somebody has 20,000 people watching their stream live, 15,000 people watching their stream live, two to three fluctuating one to five viewers is not even one percent it's like point zero zero something math why do i keep way too much math on this this is why i need an actual producer i need an actual unproducer i need a produce an unproducer to tell me jamie stop doing this podcast that is an hour a week you could get back into your time to work on a different project like your blog the silver linings play blog. I'm just kidding. There's no silver linings play blog. That's I'm not I'm not ancient. Blogs isn't that big of a thing anymore. It is. They still exist, 
they're still used. Blogs are so different now. Everybody use okay. I have not. We're gonna talk about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings. Play, they're dancing. They're, I forgot we had it on in the background too. Danny has come over. This is one of my favorite scenes where he teaches Jennifer Lawrence to dance, and Danny has the soul, and Bradley Cooper's just standing there watching, and he's he's getting a little jealous. He's getting a little competitive, um, but uh, also she's. It's beautiful. There is so much unspoken going on between the characters at this point. There's like every character. It, it's a one. It was a wonderful moment to act because every one of the characters, paprika or smoked, uh, which what's it going in? The fr smoked paprika. Smoked paprika. We're having fried chicken. <gasps> I love fried chicken. It's so good. It's one of my favorite foods, in addition to hamburgers and pizza and tacos and pasta and pie and spaghetti, especially and chicken parmesan and lemons and mint ice cream and Cheez Its and those pretzels that taste like honey mustard. Those are all my favorites. And also avocados and spinach and brussels sprouts because i'm healthy paydays definitely one of my favorites i like i like food i'm sorry i do love rose <laughs> y'all one of the biggest mistakes and biggest regrets of my life is i was mis i was confusing two of Louisiana's signature sandwich dishes. I was mistaking po'boys and muffalettas. Now I have not had a muffaletta yet ever, but it, it, I. Here's the thing: I don't know how they taste, but they they looked like too much bread to me. I don't know. I could be wrong, uh, and I'm basing this off of the restaurant. Schlotzkis and the fact that they have big round circular cake looking sandwiches and that I've seen uh, muffaletta sandwiches on the Food Channel's Food Paradise Sandwich Paradise uh, food documentary about you know what some of I've I have to tell you some of my favorite sandwiches I love sandwiches and I've had really mixed experiences going to get some of the most iconic sandwiches in the most iconic places I'm sad because Philly cheesesteak is one of my favorite sandwiches ever. One of my favorite foods ever. And I have not been to Philly to get a Philly cheesesteak. I've gotten very good Philly cheesesteaks in places. Um, I'm counting Chicago hot dogs as a sandwich. And I have gotten uh, some of the best Chicago hot dogs I've ever gotten in my life in Oklahoma City. And that was actually only one of three places I've gotten them. Uh, they were all equally as good. Um, actually, so I'm going to say that's the three kinds of signature sandwiches that, that uh, and, and we're talking about all of Louisiana. I know people often refer to like New Orleans as the source of all the food. It's the, it is, you know, like, so sure, that's, that's the big city that a lot of the culture and history emanates from. But I think if you actually come to Louisiana, and I would... I, I'm theorizing this. What do you think about this? That some of the 
culture actually isn't as confined by the geographical uh, border distinctions. Like we put a map and said that this is Louisiana. Uh, this is this parish. This is this city limit. But I believe that sort of the culture is ingrained in the people and the community and the tribes so that some of, let's say, some of the cooking influence, it's not like you go to the border of New Orleans and then it stops being as good. The best places might be someplace that is right outside because it's, it's the people, like it's the family. Families and the, the tribes, they disperse over areas over time they spread too i don't know we've had some amazing things that are not here's the thing i think the best the best examples of cultural and regional food ever are it's not about the location it's not about going to a specific restaurant in new orleans it's about getting it from people that have the history handed it down let it be from somebody who learned to cook from from their previous generation who didn't pass on a handwritten recipe. They told them and told them because maybe I like a little narrative to my information. Anyway, something about muffalo. Oh yeah. So I've never gotten a Philly cheesesteak in Philadelphia and it's really disappointing to me because it's one of my favorite sandwiches overall. I also am embarrassed that I did not get a Chicago pizza in Chicago, but, but a buddy, Totally saved me on that. I was being ridiculous. Um, me and no, two of my friends and I. Prop, anyway, several of us, a whole bunch of us were in St. Charles, I think, Illinois, right outside of Chicago. St. Charles, is that that's a place? That's, yeah, okay, right outside of Illinois. I'm, I'm getting confused because I'm thinking of Lake Charles. Charles. Saint, Saint, yeah, yes. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So we were all in Saint Charles at uh, Zany's, which is the uh, the club franchise that has a couple number, a couple different locations. Um, Rosemont, uh, we did one year. Saint Charles, uh, there's another one I'm blanking out on. Anyway, so we were in Saint Charles, and my buddy who's from Chicago. That is real good. That is real good. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that must look so weird having green screened in a background that I just opened my mouth and I didn't move my hands towards it. And you can and just, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is, um, oh, a Philly in the Philly airport. It, Philly in the okay, Philly in the Philly airport. Yes, and I'm wondering how many times different cities put like their iconic food dish in the airport because they know it's people's either like first chance or last chance before leaving or arriving at the city to get that iconic dish, and they can like boost the prices um, and stuff. Uh, like Atlanta uh, always puts. Um, Dude selling water bottles up by the, the road at the airport so you can get the full Atlanta experience. No, that's just a ridiculous joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's see. Oh, I did get something else up in Pennsylvania, though. But uh, Oh, I remember. 
Primanti Brothers sandwich, which I believe lived up to the hype. Why? Because I didn't have as much hype for it as some people. Like, it's one of those places. That was one of the famous sandwiches where they put the French fries on the sandwich. I'm trying to remember if it's corned beef or pastrami. I, th- I think it might be pastrami. And, and sorry, it's sort of like a Reuben, but they put the fries. It was fantastic. It was so good. I remember I went with uh, my boss at the time. I was working for the World Series of Comedy. And, and my boss invited me and my friend Brian, who was the co-host. And he took us to Primanti Brothers. And I'm, I'm super excited. And I want to get the famous, the world-renowned Primanti Brothers sandwich. And I asked Joe, what's good here? And he's like, I like the pizza, the cheese pizza, I think. He was like... <laughs> Not even one of those specialty pizzas. <laughs> He's like, I like the cheese. Um, I think that's that's sort of like going all the way to Japan and getting McDonald's. No, it's not. That's that's exaggeration. That's hyperbole. That's not what it's like at all. Anyway, so I've gotten the Primanti Brothers sandwich. If it's the California, the California, or going to California and getting sushi. Going to no, going to going to Japan and getting the California. I have a new goal now. Uh, so what are some of the other iconic dishes from – you got Chicago-style pizza. You got Chicago-style hot dogs. Nashville hot chicken. I have had Nashville hot chicken at Hattie B's and Prince's. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Going to Prince's hot chicken was, I want to say – I want to say like a spiritual food experience, but it also I was in the parking lot throwing water bottles all ooh, that that hand signal doesn't look great over the green screen. Uh, I was pouring bottles of water onto my tongue because I got the hottest kind of chicken you could get at Prince's and it was amazing. One of the th- one of the things I that's going to indicate it's going to be a place I love to eat. You see this in uh i've only seen this in the south i've not seen it in the north where you have somebody selling like pies or cakes and they don't work for the restaurant it's just like a person who has like they're letting them um like it's part of it it's just like somebody brought their own desserts and it's not an item restaurant provider have who's uh pies and cake that's usually um, indication that that is going to be an incredible restaurant. Anyway, Prince's Hot Chicken was like that. I remember I got an amazing piece of pecan pie. Uh, I got um, some best hot fried chicken, which made me excited because any anyway, anyway, how many times did I say anyway in this podcast? I am going. To wrap this up, this was an interesting experiment. I hope you all uh, enjoyed it. It was good. It was good seeing seeing y'all. Maybe we'll try to do this again in the future. Maybe we'll try to do live streaming about stuff that's not Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book, because I didn't even talk about that as much as I want. I'm watching it on, on my iPad. See, it's going on in the background. Uh, Ronnie is, is doing his Eagles Fly, Eagles Fly dance. Um, but 
anyway, uh, guys, thank you so much. If you have any interest in listening to the actual podcast, like I said, it is available on all platforms, Silver Linings Playcast. Uh, I would go to the first three episodes. Those are good episodes. There is episodes in the middle and about the 40 to 50, episodes 40 to 50 range that I think are decent. The uh, fan fiction episodes are real good. They should all have fan fiction in the title. Silver Linings Playbook Extended Universe fan fiction, where I tell stories, um, do do readings of short fan fiction that I've written, all sorts of different dramas, genres uh, from the Silver Linings Playbook Extended Universe, of which this podcast is 30, 33% of it. Um, but yeah, listen to the podcast on all the major platforms. If you have a question or want to be a guest, hit us up at silverliningsplaycast at gmail.com or just my social media um next week we'll probably have the actual real two-year anniversary and then the calendar to your anniversary next week anyway uh thank you so much y'all uh hope you guys have a fantastic night tune in every week as long as i decide to keep doing this for as far as i know the only podcast solely devoted to talking about silver linings playbook the movie and the silver linings playbook the book until next time we'll see you down the road and excelsior he's kind of crazy she's a little insane keeping energy really messes with his brain one is the forest the other's husband is dead that's why it's so messed up in the head it's a silver linings play cast